It's 5.07 p.m., and right now I have a very, very special guest in the studio right now. It is a project known as Wrecked, and they are going to be playing a couple compositions for us, and then we're going to be having Eric in the DJ booth for an interview. Right now, this is Wrecked right here on Radio 1190's Local Shakedown. It wasn't being fulfilled, and he filled it. Preparation. Looked like, and I just said Peyton uh, uh, moments ago, it looked like he was really by DJ LeMahieu through his own heart. No anymore. We just.
for the candidates uh, who will be the first to stand up in America and bang the drums for peace instead of banging the drums for war. Um, I, we all need to go back to our roots as children to what we were all taught, I believe, which was to care and share and love and understand each other. And without that, I think a lot of these issues will not be dealt with.
You are listening to Radio 1190's Local Shakedown. My name is James, and I'm joined here with Eric, also known as Wrecked. How are you doing, man? Fan-freaking-tastic. Good. I'm really glad that you came in and did this. This was just a fantastic little treat, because uh, you were recently in with another project. I was. I was here with AM Pleasure Assassins. That's right, and that was during a freak snowstorm, if I actually remember correctly. It was. We survived. <laughs> yeah, came all the way down from Fort Collins <laughs> and made it and just rocked really, really hard. Thank you. And uh, you were playing drums in that project. Yeah. And uh, this is definitely definitely a departure from the uh, from the from the drum side of things. Yeah, it didn't really rock, did it? No, I thought it rocked <laughs> in, in a more cerebral kind of way. You know, there's music kind of has you know it's either your gut or your heart or your brain, and I definitely yeah. think this was kind of like a like a brain sort of thing. I literally rocked a lot. That's very true. <laughs> Back and forth, that is. Yeah, just kind of swaying to and fro. I love so. It. James, where are you from? <laughs> You're gonna start interviewing me now. Oh gosh, no, I can't do this. Where are you from, Eric? Fort Collins, Colorado. Oh, that's good. I guess we'll swap. I'm from Durango, Colorado. <laughs> We're getting to know each other now. There we now. go. Oh, best of friends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe by the end. Probably, man. Anyone who sees what you just saw in that little room with a couple of desk lamps, mm -hmm. a microphone, a weird mask, for some 25 minutes. Anyone who sits through that is a friend of mine. Oh, for sure. I wasn't it. even sitting through it. I really, <laughs> I really loved it. We heard a track uh, in between your set and now a track from Animal Object, and that's kind of where I got a little bit introduced to the local side of kind of improvisational, okay. um, kind of spiritual, um, uh, like noise, freak out, free jazz kind of thing. And I definitely think you're, you're definitely in that camp, which I think is just a, a really, really, really neat thing because not many people um, get to do that. Thank you, James. It's uh, it's a it's a mode. It's one of mm -hmm. several modes that I try to embrace. Most definitely. And I uh, don't don't do any one thing all the time. That's try to true. explore those far corners of the mind. And Most definitely. Process. Yeah, there were some really <laughs> kind of tribal elements to it, and uh, I heard not only, uh, of course, the the radio transmissions and the cassette, um, the cassette noise that came with it, those kind of tape manipulations, uh -huh. but I also heard these kind of natural, organic, kind of tribal uh, kind of sounds coming out of it. I heard some birds chirping. Um, there was kind of some maybe wolf kind of sounds, maybe some wolves howling at, at points, which might not be a wolf. It might be. It might be you. I think it was the man. It might be. There was also some was kind it of, the wolf or was it the man? That's the biggest question I think that <laughs> we all kind of grapple with. So um, it's really neat. And so I have to ask, this must kind of come out of some some sort of organic place. And so when you kind of sit down and, and have these, not so much compositions, but kind of these improvisational uh, uh, sessions, do you have any yeah. kind of concepts in mind or kind of some thematic elements that might uh, influence the way that you play? I suppose I... I do. They're not very specific. Mm -hmm. However, a lot of the time I set up some sort of uh, some sort of process or a series of tools, mm -hmm. and then do exploration. Okay. In the case of the performance that just happened on the radio, the a, a really heavy tool being used is the voice. Right. And then exploration of the voice. Mm -hmm. um, in combination with uh, with that 
that sort of approach taken on other instruments as well mm-hmm. and kind of a smashing up of those things. And, yeah. Um, you, I try not to have too much of a goal in mind because if mm-hmm. you do, you're going to reach, you're, you might reach that goal. Mm-hmm. You might do it over and over and then you're just doing the same thing over and over. Right. So if you, if you don't necessarily have a destination in mind, you, end up in some pretty far out places. I bet. I bet you do. And it's just really neat kind of the scope of sounds and kind of textures that um, you reach in in all of these improvisational kind of uh, sessions because you not only perform as wrecked, um, but you also have some different projects that are definitely in the same kind of vein where it's these um, improvisational, maybe um, music concrete inspired um, yes. things. Um, and so that must be kind of a bigger uh, kind of uh, influence for you, just the whole genre of music concrete. And so kind of how did you get there? Uh, how did you get to this place as a musician in your, in your travels? So terms like music concrete were ones that I became aware of after having been making tape collage for a pretty extended period. Okay. I had no idea when I started when I started doing weird noise, making tape collage, recording mm-hmm. the tape, doing edits, doing extended improvisational sessions. I knew I mean I had a familiarity with jazz. I knew okay. about improvisation, but yeah. as far as tape processes go and music concrete, I had no idea that other people did that mm-hmm. until I started um and looking sort of looking for it or it sort of magically fell into my lap Mm -hmm. in some way yeah i started with tapes and junk electronics because they were cheap from the thrift store right and i wanted to record my own music and so tape machines liberated my ability to record my own music right before that i thought i needed to go to a major studio or something or pay somebody a lot of money or get like a record deal or something like that and then Mm -hmm. i discovered cheap tape recorders at the thrift store and went and went with it Mm -hmm. from there and then doing that and getting really involved in that and doing a lot of field recording Mm-hmm. Um, and then arranging of those things, just basically making mixtapes, but with my right. own recorded stuff mm-hmm. and and diegetic sound, uh, improvisational instrument noise, mm-hmm. <clears throat> making mixtapes out of those, and then realizing that that was called music concrete mm-hmm. <laughs> in a in a world of of like-minded people right that's really <laughs> neat so that's that's a very kind of organic way to come to uh to these kind of genre tags because sometimes you kind of learn about them and then you pursue them after you you gain the proper knowledge but it seems like the the knowledge was there but just the term um you didn't necessarily know had a name yeah. for the james what was the music genre that made you fall in love with music <sighs> probably pop punk no, pop I'm just punk. kidding. <laughs> you, you can be honest. I do love pop punk. Don't, People fall in love with music at like 12. I know. Like 10, 12. I don't know. That was probably, you know, Green Day when I was, so it's when okay. I was a young kid. Blink-182. Like, my parents listen to classic rock and stuff like that. Cool. Man, we're, you're interviewing me now. You slipped that in. Very, <laughs> very casually. My goodness. <laughs> Too funny. I just wanted to know. <laughs> I know. But that's okay. The we genre of music that made me fall in love with music was punk rock. 
Yeah, and I see a lot of kind of punk rock elements, uh, not only in the in dr- playing drums with black Am coat, Pleasure black assassins. shoes, black hat, Cadillac. Yeah, boys, a time bomb. Uh, we were talking about Rancid the yeah. other day. Too funny. That's a fantastic. Yeah, song. that song entered my ear canal at like nine years old. Yeah, and it just never, it, it never escaped. Probably. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Love it. Too funny. And the neat thing about your music is that it's extremely collaborative uh, on a couple of these different projects because you not only perform as Wrecked, but you also perform as Sketches. And there's a couple other projects. Um, I believe Sterile Garden is another one that you Mm -hmm. also collaborate with people on. Um, Absolutely. All of my projects are collaborative. Mm -hmm. Wrecked is the least collaborative Uh currently. But that's because when I work alone, I basically produce Wrecked records. Makes sense. But I solicit the help of other people for that project. Mm-hmm. And then um, and then I, I love collaborative work, mm-hmm. visual art, audio art, for sure. being in bands, playing with guitar players, uh, other instrumentalists. Mm-hmm. I've been really lucky to play with a lot of amazing musicians. Right. And I would rather play with other people and learn from them and grow. <clears throat> with them and off of them Mm -hmm. than, like, play by myself all the time. Most definitely. (laughs) I mean, you're definitely a multifaceted dude because there definitely is kind of a a visual element to Wrecked, just kind of seeing you perform um, because you had your hood that zipped up all the way past your face, which kind of hid, obviously, pretty much all of your facial features. Uh Um, And then your setup had a couple of, you put the beach ball that we have in the radio station on top, which was an improvisational move of you. (laughs) (laughs) Visual improv. I know, but then uh, what's neat is that there was kind of a couple elements in your setup that were a little bit colorful and I kind of hear uh, since you had this setup a kind of a uh, a more kind of psychedelic more kind of psychedelia in the in the sense that you kind of escape conventions and kind of have free form um, kind of ideas thank you do, do you kind of hear that in your in your music as you're making it I I use music to explore the to explore my brain mm-hmm. and see where it takes me. Right. Um, so th- I feel like that that uh, that exploration of the mind is something that I I do through music. Mm-hmm. So I think it would make sense that it would come through in the music. Right. That. <laughs> just kind of naturally, just kind of through improvisations. Yeah. And- and all these other things like um, cathartic feelings or right. visceral expression, mm-hmm. all of all these things that make people human, mm-hmm. I get to express them in a really satisfying way mm-hmm. through music. Right, most definitely. And that's just uh, really, really neat just because uh, music just as a whole is a very kind of uh, cathartic kind of thing and definitely um, kind of doing these improvisational things is is a kind of a release for a lot of people what I really liked is that uh, this the the set that you played of course is is all new material and so was the setup that you had uh, can you dive into that and was it unique to other setups that you have on other wrecked recordings well I have tools that I use on a regular basis mm-hmm. like my four track yeah I've spent I don't know how many thousands of hours staring at my four track. 
So that's something that appears on pretty much everything. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the per- the setup that I used for the performance just now on Radio 1190 was prepared tape in stereo, mm-hmm. vocals, and AM radio manipulation. Neat. And so how did you get these sounds from the AM radio? Because, of course, we are broadcasting on AM radio right now. It's kind of interesting. None of the channels come through down here, but the in-between fuzz, the tuner fuzz, Mm -hmm. comes through magically Mm -hmm. and in quite a variety. Mm -hmm. So I was really excited about that. Yeah, most definitely. It was a component that I only could be so prepared for Mm -hmm. and I didn't know what was going to happen trying to play a radio over the radio yeah and that we found out yeah I found out out, and anyone listening found out right (laughs) and that's what's really cool about kind of improvisation is that there's a lot of risk taking involved with with your music which definitely if if we talk about genres like like punk rock or something like that a lot of punk bands indeed are kind of have this uh, calculated kind of preconceived um, song ideas and structures in some cases it's a product you could say a little bit most definitely and so do you kind of feel that like um, kind of having this balance is kind of a healthy kind of thing or may it kind of be a little bit of a daunting feeling going into a set not knowing what's going to come out it feels good mm-hmm. it feels good to only be so prepared and then to be to be surprised in any capacity right and those are things that i find really enjoyable yeah and i i i like to explore that component it does put you a little on edge Mm-hmm. I'm pretty much always nervous before a thing. Right. <laughs> and as, then as during are most the thing. people. Yeah, and put the put the anxiety into the sound and include it and make it meaningful mm-hmm. and count on it cuz it's going to be there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and embrace it by not knowing what you're going to do at least a little bit. <clears throat> Neat. And in varying degrees. So, in this case the not there was a pretty high percentage of not knowing <laughs> and uh and that just must make that it, probably comes know. through when you hear it too like what am i listening to mm-hmm. i don't know right and nobody knows right i don't know and confusion <laughs> confusion's a very kind of you know natural feeling for for most people to have if yeah if someone's not confused i think they might be doing something yeah. wrong yeah. um that's just kind of like my personal take on it yeah. um and so this might be kind of a silly question just because i know that um kind of creating this music is definitely organic and it's not terribly kind of um prepared or planned or anything like that um but do you kind of see anything for the future of rect bringing in maybe um different textures or different tools of sound to kind of uh, add add to your kind of uh, palette uh, of yeah. music right now and what might they be well a bag of chips that might be nice <laughs> a twinkie mm-hmm. like we just ate uh, on air i don't think anyone could there we go now they know we've been eating twinkies this whole time yeah no i'm about to dive into the hostess snowballs yeah so good. I'm constantly listening for things Mm -hmm. to incorporate into my music. Neat. And I am particularly drawn to things that you didn't anticipate being instruments or being 
musical mm-hmm. and then including them in a way that makes them musical right and combining them with other things that <clears throat> with other sounds right that sort of transport you to either either sort of a location where that sound might have come from or a memory that you have right where something sort of rings a bell internally and you maybe it makes you feel at home or it makes you feel like you're traveling or um i mean i carry tape recorders with me often Mm -hmm. until i get so much source material that i have no option but to stop recording and go back and arrange Mm -hmm. (laughs) and uh i'm always looking for pieces of junk to make into my music and i never i don't know i never stop those things so right um absolutely Mm-hmm. I, I will I will continue to expand my palette cool. as far as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. Um, one realm that I haven't really touched that I probably should is digital. Oh, okay, yeah. I am so like so analog. I, yeah, I am so not involved with digital processes uh-huh. that um, that is a huge arena for me to totally. explore in the future mm-hmm. and I need to get on it <laughs> or not I like <laughs> you the know? analogness it kind of you know is the whole cassette tape and natural sounds and just I love of... it it's really natural for me mm-hmm. and it means that I can do um, that I can do things on a like a grassroots level right in a way that I feel like I can be successful and continue to do things right so but yeah always trying to ex- to expand yeah. in the realm of digital processes is definitely a place where I have a lot of room for exploration mm-hmm. um, and that's just I'm also in the middle of like a half dozen albums oh really yeah My like gosh. a half dozen because yeah. I really don't remember but it is seriously <laughs> in the realm of a half dozen wow and are these kind of wrecked uh, mm-hmm. uh, projects, or are they uh, yeah. sketches? Well, both. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit of everything. Yeah, we're we're working on uh, new sketches tape actively mm-hmm. um, that we should be basically wrapping up. And that's a duo soon. right now, and it's you and one other musical yeah, partner, Alex Rungi. Okay. And, and this has more kind of like a. Uh, I remember listening to the one that you recently put out, or the most recent, I should say, yeah. has more kind of like an acoustic type vibe to it. Isn't that right? Yeah, yeah, there's a heavy emphasis on uh, guitar. For sure. Including acoustic guitar, mm-hmm. drums, percussion, with uh, a lesser degree of manipulation. Mm-hmm. And we we do fairly simple setups as far as combinations of guitar, voice, and percussion go, oh, yeah. and then put them on record. And then combine them with noise to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. Um, Probably could, analog noise, like tape manipulation, or yeah, or and some sort field of... recordings, mm-hmm. um, vocal noise. Neat. Um, and the project is called Sketches because that's what we do. Mm-hmm. Most of the recordings are if not the first take, the second take, or the third take. Oh, wow. In a lot of cases, the recording might be the first or second or third time that I've ever heard the song, mm-hmm. and my partner will have it more arranged for himself, but we 
record right away. And then really? those are the recordings that appear on the records. Oh, neat. <clears throat> and so they are usually more sketches of songs <laughs> right. than oil paintings. Most definitely. Definitely kind of that um, improvisational kind of like... It's not a rule organic. or anything. Right. But that's <clears throat> something that we go for. And then that mindset we apply to... Uh, post-production things like overdubs mm -hmm. you know don't rehearse them too much for sure <laughs> keeping you, it loose and, yeah. and stuff like that if you have an true. idea go for it right and uh, yeah awesome that's just kind of exploration at its finest yeah. at its purest which I what I really like about you you just got a very kind of pure uh, experimental kind of um, organic artistic sound to you so thank you so much you. yeah is there anything you'd like to say Eric before we part ways I would like to say thank you a lot well, James, you're welcome. and I would like to thank Colton and Adam for their work tonight, oh, yeah. helping get everything going, doing filming, which will be cool to see someday. Yeah. I want a recording of this really bad. For sure, dude. So I appreciate you guys doing that. Of course. Radio AM 1190, you are the bomb. And I look forward to seeing you next time. Uh, you're the bomb, Eric. We really appreciate it. We're going to be hearing a excerpt of the Wrecked uh, album, which is called The Illegal LP, and you can find it on wreckedsketches.bandcamp.com. This is an excerpt from the B-side of that tape, and you are listening to The Local Shakedown right here on Radio 1190, KVCU, Boulder.